This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned... G'day, Dr Carl here. Nowadays, the hardest part of washing your clothes is deciding if they're dirty enough to need it. If the answer is yes, you dump them into the washing machine, add some detergent, press the magic start button, come back an hour or so later, and they're done. But it wasn't always like that. No, the history of clothing is dirty and dark and smelly, perhaps just like a teenager's washing basket. Just kidding. Our small-brained ancestors certainly didn't need clothes. When they split off from the chimpanzees about 7 million years ago, they definitely had a thick, protective coat of fur. Sometime around 2 to 3 million years ago, we began to lose our fur, thanks to some kind of mutation. That gave us a bunch of advantages, and some disadvantages too. One advantage was that the lice and fleas now had a much smaller potential hairy home on our bodies and it was much easier to get rid of body heat. So, thanks to having less insulating body fur and more sweat glands, our ancestors could run very long distances to chase down their next meal without getting overheated. But there's another surprising advantage of not making lots of fur. Fur is made from proteins. If you're not putting your protein into fur, well, you can use it to bulk up your brain. Maybe losing our body fur made us into the clever folk that we are today. But one disadvantage of not having fur is an increased risk of skin cancers. Certainly, we began to evolve darker skin around 1.2 million years ago. Another problem is that to help keep us warm on cold nights, we needed clothing, or at least lots of furry friends to cuddle up to. Back then, we did not have a textile industry, so our first clothes were fashioned from animal fur. So, jumping forward just a little, animal fur, textile industry, synthetic materials and all of that, the way we made clothes has developed in leaps and bounds. But what about how we clean them? Washing clothes by hand works, but it's very hard. Washing machines were a very attractive alternative. One design from the 1670s for a washing machine involved putting the laundry into a bag, and the bag would then be soaked with water before being squeezed by a wheel and cylinder mechanism, whatever that was. One of the earliest English patents for a washing machine was issued in 1691. Less than a century later, in 1787, Edward Beetham ran an advertisement in the Times on October 10. The ad claimed that he had, and I quote, a machine for washing linen which will, in an equal space of time, wash as much linen as six or eight of the ablest washerwomen without the use of lye and with only one third of the fire and soap, unquote. By the mid-1850s, commercial laundry machines driven by steam were available in the UK and the USA and electricity-powered machines were first advertised in the early 1900s. By 1940, 25 million homes in the USA were wired for electricity, and 60% of them had an electric washing machine. OK, fast forward a little again. 
electric washing machines, clean clothes, everything's peachy. But a small group of scientists, as scientists are wont to do, had a question. They could not explain how dirt was being removed from the clothing in the washing machine process. The problem was that scientific theory suggests that the dirt would take more than six hours to drift out of the clothing and vanish away with the rinse water. Now that is obviously a problem, because your clothes get clean in an hour or so, not six. The problem was even given its own special name, the stagnant core problem. The scientists knew that dirt got trapped inside a little crevice or a hole or a core inside the clothing. The chemistry told them that the detergent molecules grabbed onto the dirt. But the scientists could not explain what specific force pushed the combination of dirt and detergent out of its cosy little crevice or core deep within the clothing fibres. The laws of diffusion predicted that the dirt and detergent should simply remain or stagnate inside this little crevice or core, hence the name, the stagnant core problem. But that couldn't be correct, because clothes would never come clean. So what were they missing? Well, more on that mystery next time on Great Moments in Science. Was dropped on Hiroshima. I am the editor's photograph, created by the great Rosetta Manuel. And one more thing, why is it so? You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio, and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.